best way to open it right there with Jake blowing yeah. his nose. Jake, uh, explain why your voice sounds the way it does. Oh, I, I've just been doing like uh, house stuff today. Like I, I did a bunch of stuff with the yard, which I never do, but I'm trying to fix my house up and sell it. Because you're I, selling. You're moving to New York. You're moving on. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, yeah, I've never been to New York, but I hear it's got everything that Iowa doesn't. Opportunity. Uh, things like that. What uh, what what brought you to Iowa in the first place? I guess I never even knew that about you. Are you a native? Like this is what I mean. I know you yeah. served and you went to Iraq and you came here for college. But is, did you choose Iowa because it's home? Or? No, yeah, Iowa City. That's where my mom uh, forgot to uh, use protection and was too cheap to go to Planned Parenthood and closed her eyes and squatted and out I came on this on the land they call Iowa City. And so and now I'm looking to move on, man. You know. How old are you? 29. 29. So yeah, long enough. You know, you're ready for that change. Oh, so, yeah. so in a few weeks or a month or whenever the house sells, uh, podcast is going to sound different. It'll have uh, me live and Jake will be on the phone, and it'll only be me live because I own the goddamn recording piece. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> otherwise it would be Jake live and me on the phone. But we're going to try and keep it going. So yeah. the the banter will hopefully still be there. Um, be different with a. Uh, Without loving eye contact. It's, yeah, it's... And it's, that sort of thing. The but, internet, though, we could make that happen. Yeah. You know, technology. We'll, we'll do something. But either way, so so Jake's moving on. Um, not not yet, not right away. But, uh, so, so you, you, you were born here, you've been uh, overseas for the military, and uh, we found out last week that, uh, let's do this, we found out last week that you've been with a hooker, and I've always wanted to, but... Uh, yeah, you the first time you ever went to a strip club. Oh yeah, ever, yeah, that was a fun time. Uh, so I, I don't really go to strip clubs that often. I could probably count the number of times I've been to a strip club on like one hand. Definitely. Same two. here. I mean, and, I remember the first time I went. It was such a letdown. Like, wait a second, I get to give you twenty dollars and you don't even touch my dick. You yeah, know? yeah. As so I think a, a comic I heard described it as like. Uh, going to Denny's with all the pictures on the menu and just looking at the pictures right. but not being able to order the food. Right. Somebody just rubbing a T-bone all over right. your face. And you, you know. can't do anything yeah, about it. Take a bite out of it and the bouncer comes and throws you out of the restaurant. The saddest one I ever went to, and this was hilarious, uh, there was a jukebox on the side of the stage and the girls would have to, right as they went up, put a dollar in the jukebox and pick their three songs for the for their dancing. Oh, wow. Like, they didn't even, they didn't have, even a have a DJ. No, they were, it's just the a, girls were their own DJs, yeah, man. They just put a dollar wow. in the jukebox. <laughs> I thought that was so sad. They were probably packing butterfly uh, knives in their G-strings, and they had to be their own bouncers, too, man. It was not in the best part of Milwaukee. It wasn't in the worst, but it wasn't in the best. It was just sort of like a shitty blue-collar strip club. It was not uh, Milwaukee's best. No. It was Milwaukee's... Well, bottom rung there. It was like a C average, not an F, but they. Yeah. But I don't even remember my first experience. What if the strip clubs or anything like the beer? I mean, Milwaukee's best isn't yeah. even that that best of anything except As, for Milwaukee. You know, yeah, it's not even uh, like Ham's level or Schlitz. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But that I don't even remember my first experience. But you remember your first? Experience? Oh, vividly. Yeah, uh, it was it was wild, man. We went to uh, Daisy Dukes, which I believe is in Davenport, and it was amateur night. And we got there like an hour before amateur night. So there's like four or five of us, you know, and, and, and we walk in and, you know, at first you're like, wow, a bunch of naked women. And, and it's awesome. And I'm not saying that becomes like bad throughout the night, but eventually you get more or less desensitized. Yeah, to it, you're you know? used to it. And you, yeah. and again, you, you, re, you realize early on that you're just spending money right. and you're not getting laid. You're sitting right. there like, 
you have the best yeah. tits in the world, and I can't yeah. do anything about like, it. Like, she's right there, but she might as well be two miles away, because the yeah. second you touch anything, you're, you're not supposed to. They had bouncers on you. Beating the shit yeah. out of you. Yeah. And, and that's and what so, it is. It's like, bouncers at a strip club aren't going to be like, you have to leave now. They're going to pick you right. up. Right. Yeah. And they throw yeah. you out there. I mean, they, they, they look... Got, they got different rules of engagement than, than the guy at the... Yeah, they the, look the, forward uh, to that kind of shit. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it, it was it was it was amateur night, and so for the first hour it was the regulars, and then they lined the three stages with chairs for the judges to sit in, and there was a whole bunch of judges, and the way it would go is, is they was it people from dancing. the audience or yeah yeah I mean you could, anybody who wanted to okay. could volunteer, and so you just went up and they'd dance like the, the amateurs would come out and dance and give everybody a lap dance, and then at the end they they do one to ten and write a comment, you know well. So it was an hour of regulars, so they were all hot, right? And there was, you know, the first two amateurs were, were hot. And so, yeah, we were kind of desensitized to it. Then they announced the third amateur. And we're thinking, well, this is going to be another really hot chick. Dude, not only was she dog dick ugly with big <laughs> thick Coke bottle glasses, but she was like eight right. months pregnant, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pregnant stripper just grinding all over dudes. Rubbing her fat, pregnant belly on their faces. Was she doing it for, like, sympathy money? Or what was, like, like, oh my god, she's pregnant. She must need the money really bad. I mean, I don't know. I did hear one of the... When she was giving the, the, a lap dance to one of the judges in front of me where I was at, she did say, like, my baby needs this, you know? And, <laughs> and so it was pretty goddamn funny. But, like, the best part was the judges' comments, you know? Because they were just writing shit, like... I don't know whether she got wet on my leg or if her water broke, but I liked it. Seven, you know. Or, but I liked it. Yeah, so yeah. it's not harmful. Just, you're not mean spirited. Four for her and four for the kid, you know. <laughs> just shit like that. And eight. Yeah. It was, it was, some of them gave him low. You know what I mean? Like some of Assholes, them gave him low. He was, yeah. was like, yeah, I, that was the, well, well, to be fair, if you're rating, you know what I mean? Like yeah, their yeah, genu- yeah. general, general stripper. Then. Yeah, Honest. I, mean, I would have given her a ten just because it was like I, I don't know the pink flamingos of uh, of stripping, <laughs> you know. And I like that sort of thing. And more importantly, it, it's this is how I developed the, the Jake Weber theory of relativity. You know, is because after that crazy freak show chick got off the stage, you know, we were kind of desensitized to hot women. You know, before that because we'd been there for over an hour. But after that, you the women freaks. looked even... No, no, oh. no. The the hot ones looked even hotter than when we came oh, yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because the bar had been lowered so far <laughs> that it was just like everything was now amazing. It's kind of like if you get the a The hot free... chick with the fat friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get a free steak and, and lobster dinner, it's going to be awesome. But then if you get that same free dinner for a week straight... I mean, you're not going to spit it out or anything that last night, but it's not going to taste as good as it did that first night. However, if on the eighth night you ate a big fried shit sandwich, you know, <laughs> the next night that steak and lobster is going to be amazing. You know, anything is. And so that's why if I ever owned a strip club, I would have just two or three freak show strippers just to fucking bring out just a couple times throughout the night. I think you know? they have that. It's called Tuesday. Tuesday. Or lunch hour. Have you ever been to a strip club in lunch hour? No, no. I've just gone at night. That was one of my experiences is is you get served (laughs) by a chick that is like Hooters except with with more honesty. Because Hooters, they cover up and pretend, oh, we're really serving food. Whereas a strip club is like, you're here for tits. It's kind of cool, man. It's exactly what you'd expect. Like... Grade D dog food served to you, yeah, but you know okay. you're supposed yeah. to be happy because you're yeah. looking at naked women. It's yeah, not supposed to matter enough, that the man. food sucks. But. Yeah, 
when really, like, I'm not really that, I'm rarely ever am I horny and hungry at the same time. So it's like, you know, I'd rather eat the good food and then go see naked women rather than have, like, the lunch hour stripper right. serving me shitty lunch. Because then it's like I'm, I, I'm compromising in both the food and the women. My favorite, this was, there's a, there's a comedy club, uh, kind of, not really. Um, again, I'm not going to name it because they've hired me in the past. And I'll work there again because... You know, we, we said this about casinos the other week. I'll fucking take a paycheck. So there's yeah. a comedy club in the basement of a strip club where as you're on stage trying to tell your jokes, all you can hear is... Oh, fuck, I hate that. Yeah, it's annoying, but um, what's funny is this... this uh, that's not even what I was thinking about. What's funny is uh, on the marquee, it literally says free Wi-Fi. And I'm thinking, you're not even advertising your dancers at this point. Yeah. You're telling patrons, hey, come in, yeah. we have nudity, we have liquor, but you know, if you want to sit on your laptop and right. get on Facebook, we have yeah, free Wi-Fi. Yeah, why the hell would you pay like the 5 or $10 coverage just to go, like, like it's a coffee other... shop or some yeah, shit. That's yeah, that's the whole thing. Is like, who's going to... It's gonna, crazy. Who, who's, who's Facebooking, Twittering, whatever, Tumblr, who's doing that at a strip club? Yeah. I mean, you're not even allowed to take things out because... If you get caught taking a picture of a stripper, they kick the shit out of you. you know? Oh, like, no shit. Well, I mean, well, you're, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to have sense. cameras at yeah. a strip club. But it's been so long since I went to one. I, I just, I can't think of the last time I went to one either. I, there, there was a guy in my unit who, who got a job afterwards I been to one since I at a strip yeah. club. And, uh, like, he was a bouncer there. And uh, we had met his girlfriend. His girlfriend was one of the strippers he met when he was working there. Of course. And... and uh, we were going up and, and me, me Love and my story for the, the ages and, destined yeah. to go the distance. Mom, yeah. look who I met. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, gonna know, last he, forever. He brought her out to, to meet us just at bars or whatever before, yeah. but you know, like a bunch of us, you know, like two cars full of us were, were, were going up there because he was like, yeah, come up on this night, you know, hang out, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I, I had to drive up separate because I was just, I had some shit to do. I was, I'm meeting him up there, but as I'm driving up there, I'm thinking, you know, I know he's used to dudes, like, seeing his girlfriend naked. Like, that's how he met her. You yeah. know what I mean? It's dudes, random dudes seeing her naked. That's that's their job. He's a strip club bouncer. She's a strip club pole dancer. That's just, you know, there are certain things you accept. That being said, we know her from outside of there. Not really yeah. well, but this is his friends. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I was like... that little difference, I think. Yeah, yeah, I would think, you know. I mean, I know the rules change a bit in that situation, but... I was thinking on the way up, like, this is going to be awkward if she's out there on stage and shit. You know, it's going to be uncomfortable. For, uh, yeah, because you're supposed to put a dollar on your nose yeah. and then she picks it up yeah. with, her, with her breasts. I don't know so, if he's yeah. going to like her doing that to, to his friends. And so I get up there and uh, I see a bunch of them down by the, uh, the one of the stages, but then I don't see my roommate, you know. And and I go over to my, my I see my friend at the, the door to the He's, he's kind of guarding the private dance. Yeah, 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 lap dances. He's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, like, how's, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey, everybody's right down there except for uh, my, my roommate, he says. He's in the back getting the private dance for my girlfriend. You know, he's got this huge, just glowing grin on his face. You know, some guys get off on that. They know that, you know, as as hard as you get, he still gets to fuck her. Some guys like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you want my girlfriend so bad and you can't have her. I, I don't, you know. Yeah. Some guys get off on that fucking... Well, I'm I'm pretty sure they had one like a, like an open relationship kind of deal. Like I mean, a lot of a lot of people do that. You know what I mean? That, that work in the the entertainment, right, uh, entertainment, right. you know, uh, industry area. You know, stripping can kind of be like that. You know, and so because we build up sexuality in America as being something so important, and they're like you talk about, yeah, they're so. De- you talk about being a right. strip club for an hour and becoming desensitized. They fucking well, right, know, they right. live it, so they just they don't. They don't well, care. and that's because you know what I mean. Like I think. 
Yeah, it checks is a basic body function, but it's the only one that, that has this kind of like this stigma in our society. Like, oh, it's bad. It's shameful. You can't sell it. But I mean, you know what I mean? It's a body function, but you can sell other body functions. You know what I mean? You can sell food. You can sell toilet paper. You can, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the only one. But in their world, you, you do sell it. So it's yeah. just like, you know, it's no different than having a friend over to for cook lunch. dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's the same fucking thing. It's, they, they just swing. That's how they do it. I mean, I don't know if I'd be down with that. I, I'd get a little too jealous for it. But Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I got, yeah. I got a buddy that's... Uh, I just he, He's always said that... Uh, I don't know that he's ever been confronted with it, but he's always said, you know, like, is he sort of... Uh, free spirit let's call it yeah, yeah and he's always said that if he ever found out his partner is cheating on him that he wouldn't be mad at her like oh you know what happens or i think he said like just be honest like if you got to fool around fool around like you know that gives me permission to fool around he doesn't care because he, he like i don't know maybe he's just right on a deeper level than us or maybe he's on a more shallow i don't know i can't determine or judge which it is but yeah i mean well, you never know like maybe he's he's it's more that he's a free spirit. Maybe he's just like ultra horny yeah, and just wants too. that excuse to just fuck around. Like she did it, awesome. The, My turn. The, the gate is open. It's time to charge the field. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to talk about. So let's change gears without even putting the clutch in, which is awkward for anybody that might be listening. But so, unless you got more to say on story, I like it. Just no, like no. Oh, I, okay. One more cute, funny story. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. actually one that an older dude that I used to work with told me that he did. And I know he's not lying because he's one of those dudes that would get us in trouble. And if anything, he would tone down his stories just to make himself seem less crazy, that kind of deal. Well, he was telling me years back, I don't even remember where the hell he said it was, just some dive-ass strip club. But he said, you know, it's just nasty. All the dancers are just gross. But he said one of them had a, had a tampon string hanging out of her G-string. <laughs> and she's bent over in front of him at one point on the stage, you know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of shaking her ass up and down. So he grabs his tampon <laughs> string and starts pulling on it and going, Hi, I'm Chatty Cathy! I'm Chatty Cathy! <laughs> <laughs> Best way I've ever heard of to get kicked out of a strip club. I had a joke like that a long time ago. I said that this, I haven't done this in... Oh, years. But uh, my joke was that I uh, lost my virginity to an older woman and that uh, I, I tried having sex with her. And I'm, I'm like, I think there's something blocking me. And she said, oh, my God, I, th- I forgot I'm on my period. And I looked down, and there's a string coming out. And so I pulled on it and I went, a vagina says queef. So it's sort of the same joke as he just yeah. he did it for real. Mine was just yeah. completely yeah. made up that I that I you know <laughs> yeah. what if situation. He embarrassed some some stripper on stage. I think she embarrassed. Wait, wait. I can't use a pad in that situation, so you just got to make the sure the string is tucked yeah. away. You think they would have some? I think strippers should get unemployment benefits for that. You know what I mean? That whole like four days or whatever. <laughs> I think. Uh, if I ever get elected for your, yeah. that's what's going to happen. Technically you know? unemployed. No one's looking out for them in Congress, I don't feel like. <laughs> Nobody. It's sad. That's the hypocrisy is all the congressmen go to the strip clubs, yeah. the high-end ones, yeah. the hustler clubs, the 20 bucks to get in, 20 yeah. bucks for a drink, and you know, 100 bucks for a lap dance ones. You know, this but then they all yeah. rail against it when it comes to right. public. They, ah. Well, I think they are going to start getting unemployment benefits the first time a congressman has to explain a big red streak on the front of his shirt to the missus. Oh, that <laughs> shit will change real fast. Mark my words. It's not going to, they're not going to talk about it in public. It's going to be on one of them page 127 kind of deals. You know? Or page, page one of the, uh, of the Inquirer. There we go. Yeah, it might be there too. <laughs> so this is a news story that I, I said earlier. That I wanna, this this popped my head. I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, 
So a friend of mine uh, is a nurse and works. Uh, actually, I've, I'm sure this has happened. I don't even need to relate it to personally because I, I think I've read stories of this happening. Uh, long story short, doctor turns down a patient due to religious reasons. The patient was gay. I think it was a transgender thing, needed a hormone shot, didn't feel comfortable in whichever gender body they were in. And doctor said, nope, Jesus says I can't do that. And is allowed to do that. Like, I guess that's protected for some reason by law saying that if you have a religious... And, of course, my first thought, like, how is that different from a cabbie that won't pick up a black guy? Just because yeah. you have, like, this stupid belief, like, oh, a cabbie's racist, you know, I'm not picking up a black guy, he's going to shoot me, mug me. How is it okay? Why do we have to respect religion so much if a guy says, oh, no, I'm not going to help you with your internal conflict uh, because Jesus doesn't like transgender, gay, whatever... I, I can't wrap my head around it, well, so how, where's your brain think? Well, well, what disturbs me when I hear stories like that isn't necessarily that some Christian was uh, discriminating against, you know, a transgender person. <laughs> Is that's, that a Christian's a doctor in the first place? Yeah, that's not really, you know, like, they're, they're, they're dicks, they're going to be dicks, that, that, you know. Uh, what, what, what messes me up, you know, and, and I guess... This was the same thing I thought when there was that whole uh, mandatory contraceptive thing going on with the, the you know, the, like the Catholic-run hospitals yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, going, yeah. We don't want to give people birth control. And what messes me up is that people that are that uber-religious are the one writing, like, medicine, you know? Yeah. Like, I would want people who believe more in science running that kind of shit. Kind of like the joke I just said where I said that a Christian's a doctor in the first place. I yeah. was kidding, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, no, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, I, I, I feel like their roots should be more in, uh, you know, science than, I, I don't know, pixies and angels and whatever the hell else, you know. <laughs> That's not what I want running my medicine. That pixies. goofy shit. I don't, but I mean, I guess I guess the, the thought that, like I said, is... is why is religion so put on a pedestal and, oh, we have to respect his rights? Why we have to respect, you know, if I, yeah. like I said, if a cabbie picks up, doesn't pick up a black guy or if someone uh, says, uh, you know, just a hack joke, like, I want to sit next to the Chinese student because at least I'll get an A in math if I copy off him. Why is that considered, like, poor taste or whatever? Like, oh, come on, Asians are good at math as a stereotype. Oh, yeah. It's mean. But... A guy, like you said, it's expected. A, a guy being a dick because he's a Christian is expected. Yeah, like you don't oh, expect that shit out of a doctor. You yeah, know? yeah. When you when you run into a, a good Christian that that like says, oh no, yeah. Jesus was about equality. It's like that's the surprise, and that's kind of sad that bumping into a Christian that you actually really enjoy as a person, it's sad that that's the uh, the, the the smaller the, the the I'm trying to think of the word to describe. That that's not the norm. It's sad that the norm yeah. is, oh, you're a Christian, no wonder you're a bigoted dick. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it should be that you find the bigoted dick and say, wow, that's just sad that you're a bigoted dick. But right, that's... right. Yeah, I mean, it it does kind of, it is kind of funny that, that whenever, most of the time, whenever you hear about, like, Christians bitching about, oh, they're they're taking our rights away, they're bitching that they're taking the right away to take away the rights of other people. It's like, that's yeah, not yeah, really yeah, yeah. Like, how that shit works. Well, like the, the gay mar- marriage argument, like, oh, you know, they, they, we don't want big government, we don't want big government, unless it's legislating the gays can't get married. Right. Then, then that should right. be absolutely fine. Yeah, and so if gays can get married, then it's like bad big government by well, protecting it, equal rights for all. That's just an excuse, man. That's just really... Just really, we'll call it anything. Abortion, uh, yeah, yeah. um, Because if you think about it, making that kind of stuff into laws 
it's it's kind of silly even if you are religious because it's not like some stranger that has nothing to do with you if they're getting abortions and and having gay sex eating meat on Fridays all this stuff that your little bigoted book of fairy tales from a few thousand years ago well all that shit it's not like that's gonna affect you it's not like if a nuclear bomb goes off your god is gonna send you to hell because the two guys next to you yeah. in the house next to you were butt fucking and eating meat on Fridays that's you know well, seems like it's got nothing to do with them I uh um um Oh, God, I'm having a flashback. I can't think of it completely. Um, there's something... This is, this is a news story from years ago. I think it was a... I'm, I could get it wrong. I should Google it. But there was a... Someone on an airplane got pissed because there were two men holding hands. Oh, this yeah? is years and years ago. <laughs> and they complained. And they, they were like, oh, my God, this open display of gay affection. And like you just said, how does that affect him? How does that make him go to right. hell? Like, yeah, personally, yeah. if I'm on an airplane, I'm more concerned... With the bearded fella, two rows up, wearing an I Love Allah shirt, trying to light the fuse on his Air Jordans yeah. or, his, or his underwear. A lot that of them guys hold hands in that part of the world, like, too. You know? Yeah, well, that's the other thing. is like if, if, if I'm on an airplane and there's a terrorist and two gay guys, if the terrorist sets off a bomb, that affects me. Uh, I've seen enough porn to know that if the two gay guys do anything... Yeah. I'm probably not going to get any splashback on me, even if right. I'm sitting right next to him, because you know you got to really launch sperm to get it yeah. somewhere. So if they're doing something, that if we don't that stop explosion, it now, they could get up and redecorate this whole yeah. goddamn. Well, cabin. the gay yeah. explosion will be contained, no matter what those two gay guys do. It's not going to get on me, but uh, you know, a bomb that's going to affect my life uh, to yeah. the end of it. I did okay. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast yet. Did we talk about the news story about the uh, the guy in France, the anti gay guy in France? No, but I think I know what you're talking about. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Did he kill himself or yeah, let himself on fire? Yeah, yeah, he shot himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, like I remember a, seeing. I, I commented on Facebook saying, "Yeah, this is how bigots should act." If if the world is so, it if is, you have yeah. so much hate and like, oh, gay marriage is bad, kill yourself. Guess what? Yeah. The world is a better place for the rest of us. Well, there's. There's definitely, I mean, I'm happy that he did it. Like, yeah, I, I, I laughed my great. ass off. So like, I laughed till I, I, I had tears in my eyes. But, like, <laughs> there's definitely flaws in his plan. Like, okay, here's what happened. There was a guy named, uh, I think, Dominique Veneer or something like that. It's a, it, was, uh, it was like a something Jesus freak. French, something gay. Yeah, yeah. He's like a Jesus freak in, in France, like anti-gay spokesman kind of guy. He's like an author. I think he had like a radio show or something. But he was so pissed off when marriage equality passed in France that he went to the Cathedral of Notre Dame which is this huge cathedral in France. It's like their biggest tourist attraction. He went to the altar of this thing in front of a shitload of tourists, stuck a gun in his mouth, and blew his goddamn head off, right? And what, what gets me the most about it, I mean, there's a few different things. One of them being a big flaw in his plan is like, it's a bunch of tourists there. Most of them don't speak French. Yeah. So they just saw a pissed off French guy going, Kill himself. Hey, when the fall? No, bang. You know, they didn't even get the message. They were, yeah, yeah. They were just <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck, wiping their shirt off. Like, I don't know what this <laughs> deal was. But he's dead. I already. Yeah. That'd be like me going to Japan and yeah. killing myself as a symbolic display of something that they wouldn't yeah. care about or know. <laughs> well, and, and, yeah, and like he said, that was the thing is he said in some. Something that he wrote that they found, he said that you know the only way to make it illegal again was for Christians to commit commit uh, symbolic acts, extreme symbolic acts. But I would like, love it if if bigoted, hateful people 
committed the, com, com, uh, committed the symbolic act of killing themselves. Yeah, that would great. be fantastic. Like I, I, I said there was there was a spate of uh, like uh, in the nineties of uh, of uh, racist attack attacks on black people, and I thought the same thing. Is like instead of taking like there are a billion black people, you know, instead yeah. of trying to kill all of them. Kill yourself. Guess what? You don't have to deal with black people anymore because you're dead. That's and, true. And it's the same thing with the gay. I would love it if bigoted, was hateful he, people said, "I kill myself for the sake of whatever." Fucking. <laughs> I see. I think. I think that's uh, that was a flaw in his plan too. Well, for for one thing, like another little flaw was like, okay, it's not going to go away if all the anti-gay people kill themselves because they're not going to be able to vote against it. You know, if anything, they should be trying to breed really fast and raise <laughs> other bigots. And, don't tell but, them that. That's, I mean, well, I doubt that this is by this point. But like, but also. I've never like read the Bible, but I'm kind of familiar with it just because it kind of gets jammed down your throat a little I bit. I studied in our society it for a year. And, I'm I'm familiar with it. But I I was hoping that the dude like fight clubbed himself. You know what I mean? It went a little bit slow, like not just so because he was in pain, but that way like some priest there could have gone up to him and been like, "Listen, as much as we like the spirit of killing yourself for Christ, suicide means you're going to hell." Yeah, it says here on page seven, you get the same sentence as being gay. And so, like, I think his punishment by the devil, if all that bullshit's real, is like now he's got a gay cellmate. You know what I mean? Who just redecorates and fucks him in the mouth like all day. That's like his punishment now. That. Yeah, you kill yourself, you go to hell. Yeah, and I'm know. hoping that would be the last thing that popped in his mind. He's like, "Wait a minute! I spent all this time bitching about the gay thing on page six. I forgot about the suicide thing on page. Six. Son of a bitch! Jesus is gonna be pissed." He now. gets put in the cell with Dahmer. Who? Yeah, because <laughs> it's because it's hell. Yeah. Like uh, that, that episode of South Park where uh, Saddam uh, kept killing Saddam, uh, uh, Satan's lover. You ever seen oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah, reincarnation. Yeah. So basically, Dahmer uh, skull fucks this guy. He, he kills him, eats his body, skull fucks nice. him. And the next day he wakes up in he hell again. Just, to get, yeah. just like that episode of South Park. Kind of like, like the whole Valhalla thing. What was it? Where was I going to yeah. go? Detroit? I think that yeah, was the line. Yeah. Other, right? <laughs> That's, that could be it. He just gets... Skull fucked by Dahmer every, you know. <laughs> that is fantastic. And, and he gets out just to have the Milwaukee cops bring him back to hell, that kind of thing. That happens like once a week. Oh. Well, we got to start wrapping it up. Um, I, I don't know. That we, do you have any closing thoughts? I think the, <laughs> that was, I think that's the way to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I think we should close on Skull Dahmer. fucking the, uh, <laughs> the angry Frenchman. <laughs> That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was episode eight, folks. Hope uh, all three of you liked it. See you guys next week.